is up guys welcome back to take it to the house i'm joined by elijah today zach is busy um helping his mommy so um <laughs> so we're gonna be up front right now um this episode will be soccer soccer oh, dominant God. um with the prem starting on friday um and the women's world cup and all that it's it's gonna be heavy soccer but it'll be super fun yeah. um Elijah and I are going to do our full table Premier League predictions. So that'll be super fun. And then we'll just talk soccer, talk whatever else is coming up too. Right. Um, yeah. How you feeling? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, FIFA's pulled me back in again. And uh, it's a vicious cycle. Um, that bastard. He's done it again. <laughs> he's done it again. <laughs> Every game. He's done it again. I don't know if you saw the ultimate team breakdown it looks good so but it's kind of what we knew right like it's kind of we knew that would happen uh yeah most of it we knew but like the double walkouts um and stuff like that that's so sick and then the evolution i'm gonna the first card the evolution makes me so excited right because you can do anybody but i'm probably gonna evolve uh alicia layman first you glitched out oh i thought you glitched out again i said you glitched out Oh, but you definitely go shout on my screen. Okay, because you're paused on my screen. So, okay, are we good now? Yeah, am I good? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I think a U.S. team team would be a lot more fun now because now that you can get them up. Yeah, but I just hate the U.S. women. So. Yeah, but you don't have to do a women team. You could do a men's team. But the men's team, they don't get enough cards. Like you would have to put in the women, like for the icons and stuff. Oh, Alex Morgan, though, bro. Don't Alex Morgan, Morgan, yeah. Alex Morgan. You could do like Alex Morgan, Julie Ertz. Like, you could have some good, you could, Sophia Smith. Like, you got, you could have some decent well, players. You don't so, have to even put Rapino in there. Don't even worry about it. That's what I'm trying to think. Like, I, it's so hard because I love theme teams more than just, right. Whatever, whatever. Um, so I, I might try to do like an Arsenal, like all time team. Right. Like, that's even surprising. if, like, like I would do like like put Giroud in there or something too, and like just like mix it up. It'd be so fun. Like players that have been Arsenal icons before, so like Alexis Sanchez, Aubameyang, like that would be really fun. I mean, the possibilities are really. Endless. And of course, Lacazette, of course, oh, legend, of course. legend. By the way, have you seen Leon's kits this year? They're really nice. Uh, I, I actually I might, might get have one. seen them. I think I might have seen them. I have it hearted on my Adidas because I think I, like the the throwback logos that they have is just so clean. Alexander Lacazette is Leon. Like he is the <laughs> yeah, epitome of Leon. Thousand percent. I was gonna send you a picture of this kit. It's pretty fire. Like if I got, I would get them if they go on sale. Oh, two Mariners players in the July monthly program. Let's go. Ooh. Logan Gilbert and. And uh, JP Crawford. Too I just said you on You should look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see this. That throwback logo is really clean. You know what? It's actually so I like the colorway, but the logo I wouldn't expect. That's like pretty loud. It's like a loud I, logo. I kind of like it though. It's supposed to be a throwback logo, and I think yeah. it's fire. I saw the uh, away version of this. Oh yeah, dude. Also, Roma's kits this season have not missed. I mean, they never do. That cream one too. I know yeah. that. I know you can't see on the thing, but you know which one I'm talking I know about. Which one you're talking about? They're about to release the black one too, with like the the old school like lollipop logo. Bro, Roma just Roma like doesn't was, miss ever. If I was a Roma fan, I'd be broke. 
Oh, Roma does not ever miss. Ever. With ever. Adidas, Nike, New Balance, never miss. Every single one is fire. So, um, all right. So, Elijah's got a te- – you got a template, right, for us to – I do. Uh, I do, I do, I do. To get our predictions in first. So, let me share the screen. Oh, sorry. That's uh, my favorite Arsenal kit. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I would do it? can you do a full screen because we can still see your tabs and stuff. How do I manage to do that? Um, oh, you should be able to go like if you let's see. New share. Oh, okay. Wait, I found it. I found it. I found something. Okay. Uh so I can because I can just do it as like a portion of the screen okay um, yeah so i think that might work yeah that's better because my tabs are, are really scroll good. it down though yeah i can tell you like i can tell you when it looks good because you need to scroll down more i have like the champions at just the very top of the screen like that up a little bit there you go okay can that's you get it? rid of whatever that blank space is down there though What's the blank? There you go. That's good. Right there. Perfect. Okay. 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 So do you want to go first and you can kind of put them and then we can kind of talk about maybe talk more in depth, like as we go. Yes. So I can't see you right now. I just want to let you know. That's fine. I can see you and I can see the table. So, okay. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, do you want to start from relegation and go up to champions or yeah, relegation and then go up. Okay. So, 18 to 20. 20 to 18. <laughs> you got to go start from the bottom. That was a start from the bottom. Um, I, so are we going to, so how are we going to like put, am I going to put like what I thought or are we just going to delegate? Yeah, maybe put like, what you think. And then as we go, I'll say what I think. Like okay. I can I think we change have out. A, I think we have a good uh relegation like we're we're pretty solid in our relegation yeah i mean your cursor's on 20th place right there right oh, there exactly. you go. yep so luton 20th place we love yeah. them um you know they have a six stadium and they're just a cool little club but but not what was the second word in that phrase cool little club it's just exactly. you're, they're not made for the big boys right not yet not yet no in a few years time i can see it but all right um you have anything i'll say about Luton? nah i mean i think they're away like it's gonna be they're gonna be tough to beat at home but i think when they go away they're just gonna get smacked yeah so so uh for 19 i have shuffled yeah yeah um you know they're getting rid of like their best players and they're just not there it's just they're getting ready to go right back down right and i feel like I, I don't understand clubs that don't really have in it, that ambition to actually do anything. Like they just think, Oh, we got in the Premier League for a year. Wonderful. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, have some ambition to, to stay up. Right. Um, 17 or sorry, 18th. I have Everton. Yeah. Ours are the same exact same. I, yeah. I've, I think they've survived. They've survived for so long by like the skin of their teeth and they haven't like done anything. So they're going to have to open their new stadium as a championship club. That's such an L. Right. And as a Liverpool fan, you know, uh, Everton is definitely not one of my favorite teams, but it would be kind of sad to see them go down because then no Merseyside Derby. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. They're a trash club. So let them go down. 
Um, yeah. Uh, so now I'm here's... interested to see who your 17 is because I have a very obvious 17 for me. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. I'm going to put Forrest at 17. Oh, see, I don't have Forrest at 17, but I, don't I, don't, think... I, I can see your reason. Yeah. I just don't think Forrest are there. Um, I think they stay up. Yeah. Like they did last season, but I don't think they're there. Um, I have Wolves at 17, and mm-hmm. I think Wolves could also be battling with Everton for that last, like, like to stay up. Because I think Wolves are shockingly bad. See, I had Wolves at 16. So. Okay, so then that's fine. Just put him at 16, and then we're, like, right there. Okay. Because I would say I would put Forrest at 16 or 15 anyway. So okay. I think that's pretty close. Cool. I just think Wolves have, like, nothing going for them. And their manager literally just left, like, yesterday. <laughs> They're losing. They lost Jimenez. They lost, they lost Neves. Nev. They yeah. like it's just they're not good, and they haven't brought in like brought anybody in. So it's Wolves a very poorly fight. run club, and it's definitely not the Wolves that we remember when they first came up. Bro, they were like their first season. They were like fifth. Yeah, they were really good. At, I don't know what what is going on there. Um, yeah, well, that was when they still had Jota too. Jota Neves, right. and when Jimenez was playing really well. Okay. Okay. So who's your fifteen? Ooh, I I think there are two options that you can have. Do you want, can I tell you who my two would be? Yes, tell me your two. I mean, one of them you're gonna go whoa, but um, I think it's between Bournemouth and West Ham for me. I think okay. West Ham, like they lost Declan Rice, who's their best player, and it sounds like they might lose Paqueta, and they're bringing in Harry Maguire, and like I just. I think that they're shite, but mm. I think that Bournemouth are a little bit worse than them. Okay. So um I I um see I was gonna put Bournemouth in this group, but yeah. I wouldn't put them at fifteen. I'd probably put them more towards thirteen. Okay. I think Fulham too are the other one. I was gonna I was gonna put Fulham at fifteen. Okay. So let's yeah. let's Okay. So for me, if we're going off of me, I would put Let's go. I would put Fulham at I'd put Fulham at I'd put Bournemouth at 15. Okay. And then I would put Fulham at 14 and then West Ham at 13. Okay, yeah, that, I I I agree. We I mean, we're just switched up on Bournemouth. Like and, exact order, but like the same grouping. Yeah. So, there you go. We'll just put it like that for now. Okay, so I'm glad that you've – so for for everybody else, uh, yesterday when Elijah and I were playing Fortnite, uh, he had West Ham in seventh. Yes. So how the tables have turned now. <laughs> and the reason I'm not having West Ham at seventh anymore is because they signed Harry Maguire. Harry and, Maguire! Yeah, Harry Maguire. And um, he's bad, really bad. Uh, and they signed him for 30 mil, which is absolutely insane. And they're also – I mean, they're just bad. Let's just say they're bad. They're just bad. They're, They're just not going to be good. They're not going to be good. No. Um, okay. Now, higher mid-table. I think this, I think right here mm-hmm. is where it can get really interesting. Um, yes, I do who, too. Okay. So for me, personally, I think 12th is between Burnley and Brentford for me. Yeah. I think Burnley will do well to stay up, but I also think Brentford are going to struggle without Tone for s- six months or whatever. Um, but I think I would probably give Brentford the edge. So, like for me, I would put Burnley at twelve and Brentford at eleven. Okay, so we're just we're just switched around. I'd put okay. Brentford. You'd put 12. Brentford. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. 
Because that I think Tony missing Tony is massive for them. Yeah, true. Uh, so nine, I'd probably say. I mean, no, 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 ten. Uh, twelve. That's twelve and eleven. Oh, okay, so eleven. Okay. Ten. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Ooh. I think probably honestly, out of all of these, even though I don't want it, I think. Oh. See, I don't disagree with where your cursor is. I would say nine and ten in either order is Palace and Brighton. Yeah. The only thing is, is like Brighton make me nervous with them being in Europa, but also they got Milner and then I think they're going to sign Kudus, which will be good. Okay. They got Zhao yeah. Pedro, right? From or Pedro Neto. Pedro Neto, um, right? Or is it Zhao Pedro? Zhao Pedro. There's a lot of Joe Pedros. <laughs> it's the one from I think they signed the one from Wolves, right? The one from Wolves is uh Joe Pedro. Neto. Do they have both? They have, they I don't have know. a Joe Pedro they, and a they're Palo making Neto. good signings, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So like I think I I think I would give them the edge, but I because I think the Zaha is like a big loss for Palace. Wait, I have a question. Is it is he Portuguese or Brazilian? I think he's I can't even remember. Because Neto he's Portuguese. is Portuguese, João Pedro is Brazilian. So, I'll look it up while you talk about. Yeah, so um, I'm just gonna put them in here, and then we can kind of. Um, I think, and then I think to round out, we go back. Okay. Um. Let's see. I was just gonna see who they brought in. João Pedro, center forward from Watford. That's right. And then they got. Yeah. And then they got um. Did they not get? Okay, so that's what I was thinking of then. Which one? So they got João Pedro in, mm-hmm. and then Milner, mm-hmm. and Dahoud. That's a good one too. Yeah, from from Dortmund. Yeah, and then I. It sounds like they're gonna sign Kudus for my ex. That's pretty so good like, yeah. I think that's enough to keep them like afloat, but I yeah. think that they're not gonna. But I think they'll push Europa. Like I think they'll do well in Europa, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a lot for them to handle, but I think yeah. they'll. I think they're I probably think more Brighton, focused on Europa than. Some. I think Brighton could make like some sort of final though, whether it's like a like a League's Cup final or like a FA, maybe not FA Cup, but like a League Cup final. Or like push pretty far in the Europa, and then I think that's fine. Yeah, I don't think they get Europe next season, as we have. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I think they do try their best in Europa this season, and then just try and stay afloat in the Prem. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on Villa too, because I think that they are doing really well. But conference, like extra games, is gonna be hard for them. Yeah, but they could go and win the Conference League, right? So like they could still win the Conference League and be in Europa, and they're fine. You know. Mm-hmm. But oh, by the way, that's another reason I have West Ham so low is they're going to struggle because they're going to be in Europa and have extra games with a worse team. Right. You but, know what? I think actually, I'm going to put there. Nothing's changed on my screen yet. Oh, there you go. I was like, yeah. Whoa. I I don't know if they'll be that low. I think that they're the in between. But yeah, I mean, I think in between like here i think i think they're i think fulham and then west ham and then bournemouth okay yeah that's fair um villa have made amazing signings but extra games for them is going to be really tough i think yeah but i think but, if like any you could go and win there. the conference league and it'd be a good season 
Right, right. If any club's going to handle it from the mid-table, it'll be Villa. To do. And then I think all they need is one more good summer to be like top four contenders. But the problem is they need one more good summer. Right. So, <laughs> like they've that. signed some good players, but they got to give it another minute. Yeah, I agree. By all the right. way, I think your camera's glitching out just a little bit. Is it? Just delayed by like a tiny bit. I can't even. Oh, hold on. Okay, I think it's better now. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is where we start getting interesting. Yes. Um I so here's the problem for me. It sounds like Kane's probably staying, right? Yeah. Like at this point he's gonna stay, which is such an L. But yeah. I think he um, has to break the goal record. So between between you and me, I think it's between like Newcastle and Tottenham because I think Newcastle are also really going to struggle and they haven't made as many signings as they probably should have. I think the three that I'm really thinking are probably Newcastle, Tottenham, or Chelsea, and either I wouldn't be upset with. Um, I think uh, what I want personally, of course, I want Tottenham at seven. Right. But I think they're better than that. I think it's going to be Newcastle. Yeah. I would be fine with that. I would go between Newcastle and Chelsea. I think Nkunku being out for four months is really going to hurt them. Yeah, but I think their team... So, what position would Nkunku play for them? He looks like he's playing Cam, like right behind the striker. He's playing Cam, and they lost Havertz. And they lost Mount. And they lost Mount. Oof. But here, you and I talked about this yesterday. Last year, Newcastle overperformed and everybody else underperformed. And I don't think you can have that two years in a row. So right. I think Newcastle at seven is 1,000% fair. But I, I also think, think that it could be Chelsea. I think these... Then you have Chelsea at six. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And, and then I think you have five. to have... And then Tottenham at five. So then this is where it gets spicy. This is where it gets spicy. So, real quick though, Tottenham are shit. So, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I also think the gap between four and five is going to be massive. Like, I oh, think yeah. it's, I think it could be like a 10 to 12 point gap between fourth and fifth. Yeah. The, like this part of the table that we filled out so far is very much separate. Is, yeah. It's, it's like a completely different table than, than the top. So part. I think the from 12 to five could be tight. Like 12 to five could all be tight. And then like five to one is going to be like. Right. I agree. So we talked about it yesterday, we and I think we're yesterday. pretty in like we're pretty in sync. Yes, I think we're. I'm having United at four. Right, same. And a lot of people are saying United. I've been seeing a lot of predictions, and they're having United at two. And I just don't see it happening. No, I don't. Now, I... one condition that they could be two or three, if Holland or Hausland or whatever, however know. you say his name, if he's firing, then he could do bits but the problem is is like i don't think he will i think he'll get 12 goals yeah i think he'll have a similar season to nunez last year right and then that's just not good enough right and because then you might as well play martial or put rashford again through the middle so it's just like i think ten hog is an amazing manager i just feel like their squad is not ready to be contending for like the champ like with city for the championship I think Mason Mount needs another, like, needs a full season with United. Yeah. And then I think next year they'll be really good. Next year, I think they're going to be a, a fourth to be reckoned But, um, so hot take, I guess, that we have United there. But, oh. and then 
I have Liverpool third too. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I think, think that's I think that's a dub for you guys. If you can come back after placing, were you fifth or sixth? Uh, we were. Oh gosh, I, I think, think you were fifth, right? Because we, you were close. We, yeah, we were fifth. You were we close were fifth. to Champions League, and then you like lost the game or something, and then you were out. Yeah, we were fifth because we yeah. could have gotten it. We could have squeaked in, but we didn't. Right. So, which I'm, I think it's probably good that you guys did it. I think that this season will help you guys a little bit. But um, so okay, here's where my bias has to come in. But like, I don't know if it's super biased because I think that a lot of people share the same opinion. I think Arsenal have done enough to bridge the gap between City and them. And I also think that they have created a big enough gap between them and the competition below them. So, like, I I really think it could go 50-50, but because I'm an Arsenal fan, I, I'm going to say that they're going to win it. But I'm, I'm, like, cautiously optimistic. But this is the first season in forever that I've been able to preseason say, we'll be, I think we can win it. Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous is if they if City get Paqueta, that makes me nervous. So, are you worried at all about having to compete in the Champions League with? Yes uh, and no. I think yes because we haven't had to play in the Champions League for a while. Yeah. No, for two reasons. No, I think the Champions League is weaker than it used to be. Mm, okay. Because, in that sense, I like meaning. I think that. People think like, okay, City will probably be the automatic favorites to win it again, along with like Madrid, right? But then other than that, I, we don't trust PSG to even get out of the knockouts. I don't trust United to make it through that far, to be honest. Um, Newcastle, there's no way they survived that long. And then the other leagues, I'm not really worried about. I'm not worried about Barca, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, this could come back to ha- haunt me. The only teams I'm nervous about are Bayern Munich, um, Manchester City, and Real Madrid. Like, look at last year's semifinal. It was the Milan teams. And I don't right. think either of those teams you would have said beforehand would be in the semifinal. Right. So I think I, I think no for that. And I also think Arsenal's squad is a lot deeper now. Like, our bench now is kind of wild. So, like... You have Timber, whether he starts or not. So you, him or Zinchenko. You have Trussard, maybe Havertz, depending on who's playing where. Smith Rowe, um, and then I. It sounds like we're Arsenal are trying to push for more wingers too. But then like you have Inkedia, who's not awful off the bench. Um, like I, I don't know. I just I trust our bench a lot more now. So I just feel like we're gonna be able to handle it. I don't think if we were to, let's say if we were to lose the league, like if we were to come in second, I don't think it would be because of Champions League. Okay. You just think it's just because I think also like, let's just be real city are just a phenomenon. Right. right. So like, I don't know. I think that I think it could go down to the wire. I'm just going to give Arsenal the edge mainly because I'm an Arsenal fan, but I really do think that they've closed the gap. And I think people are overlooking like, okay, yeah, it's a community shield. But I think people are overlooking the men- the mental aspect of that because yeah. Arsenal haven't beaten Manchester City since semifinal of the FA Cup in lockdown. Right. And I think just to get that mental like hurdle done of like, oh, we can beat them and we can go toe-to-toe with them. Like, okay, yeah, the own goal that was scored at the very end, well, it was technically counted as Trussard's goal. But like, I think Arsenal deserved a goal in that game, whether or not it was an own goal. 
So I don't know. I'm going to give it to Arsenal, but like, I think it will go either way. So uh, before, before we, before we put it down, do we think there is any way possible that city take a step back this year? Like in terms of their production? Cause I think. And what I think, I think, I think yes and no. Like I think their entire season, which which may seem kind of crazy because their squad is incredible and, and incredibly deep. I think their entire season relies on Holland having another season like he did this past season. If he doesn't, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I I mean. Now I trust like Alvarez is really good, but he I think is less of a striker and more of a cam. My right, opinion. but yeah. If Holland, let's say Holland gets injured for even like um not even a month, like three weeks or a month, you're telling me that you're gonna win all of your games without Erling Holland, right? Like, what if what if he gets injured in a month where you have to play Villa, Brighton, I don't know, and then you go like Wolves, Liverpool? You want you back yourself to win all four of those games without Holland? Like he literally is their goal scorer without right, him because. What makes me nervous too? Season. They lost Mares. Mares played a key part in their in their right. season, and they lost Gundogan, who right. was also a really key part in their season. You're losing goals with Gundogan because Kovacic is not going to give you the goals that Gundogan gave you. Right. So you're losing goals, and then you lose Mares, who gives you a lot of goals. And who do you who are you replacing with? Cole Palmer. Like right. Palmer's going to be really good in like three years time, but not right now. He scored a worldie against Arsenal, but like I would say they take a step back because okay, let's say even they get Paqueta, right? Right. Is Paqueta a cam? He's a cam. Um, I don't know if you realize, but they have arguably the best cam in the world already. So like what is Paqueta? Paqueta brings you depth, but like if he's coming off the bench, <coughs> okay, let's say it's a one one game at the Emirates. And it's in the 70th minute, and they're taking off Phil Foden and bringing Paqueta. That doesn't scare me. No, not at all. Like, Paqueta's a good player, but that doesn't scare me. Like, what would scare me is if they brought in, like, I don't know. I know he already went to Villa. But, like, if they brought in, like, Musa Diaby, I'd be like, oh, man. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if, let's say that their last signing is Paqueta of the summer. That, I don't feel like, for me, has done enough. Like, I think Arsenal have done enough to bridge the gap. I don't think that that has done enough to extend City's gap. So, here's my prediction. I have Arsenal winning. Okay. Yes. Uh, up the Gunners. And if Holland has a season like he did last season, City finish here. If Holland gets injured or if Holland doesn't produce like he did last season, uh, there. That's so wild to think because it's so hard for me to think that City could place anything below second. But I think it's a close. I think it's like, like if 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 Holland doesn't have the season like he did, I think it's like maybe a, a game difference if that. Right. You know. I mean, I think the top four in general are gonna be. It's gonna be really tight. I think. Yeah. The top four. But let's say, because I don't wish any injury on Holland because he he's one of my favorite players. Right. Playing for City. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, okay. So as we have it, Arsenal will be Premier League champions. I want to go through now. Um, let's do player of the season. Okay. Signing of the season. 
Should I go ahead and exit out of this? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Just because it might be easier on the on the thing too. So I think we should do player of the season, signing of the season, flop of the season, and first manager sacked. I think that's good. Ooh. I, I'm going to look up the manager list just so I know. Okay. Um, I think I did. I think, hang on, I might be missing. Um, Hang on. Because I have, Zach, if you're watching, when you watch this back, cut this out. Because we're just talking about Okay, let's see. When did Bournemouth fire? Oh, never mind. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Hang on. I'm just trying to think of... Oh, okay. This will be fun. Hang on. I have more that we can give. Okay. So. So top score. So golden boot. Okay. I think most assists. Okay. Player of the season. Mm -hmm. Young player of the season. What's young player of the season consist of? I think it's technically 21 or 22 and younger. Okay. And then signing of the season, flop of the season, and then first manager sacked. I think that's good. Okay. Okay. Um I think I think Golden Boot, I still think it has to be Erling Holland. Like I think for so too. Um I I just don't know if there's really a player out there who can compete with his goal scoring ability other than like Harry Kane. I literally yeah, I literally don't see anyone Touching him. Seriously, I don't see if he's if he's healthy, if he's you know, even remotely on his game, he runs away with everything. Right. right. You know. Um most assists, I I think that and I think it's also another obvious one, but I think like De Bruyne's has to be up there, mainly because he's playing with Holland too. Yeah. Like the more goals you score, the more assists they're gonna be. Um Is, I would um... say De Bruyne, or maybe, um, oh, maybe even Madison could be up there because you have another goal yeah. scorer. I'm just trying to think of who's in front of the because most likely it's going to be a central midfielder of some kind, and yeah. who's who's playing in front of them. So if you have a Harry Kane in front of you and you're feeding it to him, you're probably going to get a lot of assists. Odegaard, if you have. Like Saka, Martinelli, Jesus in front of you, you're probably going to get a lot of assists. De Bruyne, you have, you know, Holland in front of you, you're probably going to get a lot of assists. Right. Same with like McAllister, right? Like he could get a lot of assists because you have Nunes, Salah, Gakpo, oh, like, Gakpo, et cetera. Yeah. I'm what going to think? say Madison. A change of scenery is going to be good for him, despite it being Tottenham, you know, with a new manager. But I think he's going to be invigorated with Kane in front of him. I think. That's, I think that's like a, a perfect match for him. So I, yeah. I'll say Madison. I'll back Odegaard just because I think that he's – he's dude, he is so good. Like, I, I was watching him in the Community Shield the other day, and he, like, sat down Kovacic. Like, yeah. sat him down. And he's just so fun to watch. I just think, too, like, he's got 
He's got Trussard, uh, Trussard, Jesus, and Kedia, uh, Saka, Havertz. Like I, he'll have a bunch of players that are playing in front of him. So, right. yep. um, okay, player of the season. Okay. That's where it's hard. So, I think again, if Holland plays how he did last season, it's Holland. Right. But since we already gave him the golden boot, I think we'll switch it up a bit. I am going to say. Darwizzy. So I I'm gonna say Salah. I'm gonna say Salah. I think he's gonna I mean he he wants to stay and I mean unless he some somewhere somehow goes to Saudi Arabia, which I highly doubt at this point. Um I'm gonna say Salah. I'm gonna back him. I think our team is so much younger now. He has fresh new faces and he's kinda of like the the leader up front. You know, just having just having um all the guys, the fast, like, you know, Nunez is fast. Gakpo is fast. It creates so much space for Salah to cut inside and, and curl it with his left foot. I'm excited for that. So I'm going to say Salah. I have two. They're both Arsenal players, of course. But yes. because also, if we're going off of our predictions, Arsenal win the league. So, right. like, I think Bukayo Saka has to be in there because he's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I think William Saliba, too. Now, I think it's going to be really hard for a defender to win player of the season. But I think that Saliba is so important to Arsenal that he could do it just because of how good he is. Um, Flop of the season. This is what... I think it actually could be pretty hard because I think there are a few candidates for it. So is this based off of signings this season or just in general? Yeah, it has to be a signing that's come in that's coming into a new team. Mm. I'm gonna say Hajlin for uh, United. Okay. I was gonna say, let's see. I'm trying to think of who's all come in. So Hajlin, Holland. Uh, you got Madison, which I don't think he'll flop. Um, Havertz, Mount, Rice, Kovacic. Gvardiol, uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go with a United player, but I think Mason Mount. Okay. I think that I just don't see it with him, man. Like, at international at national club level, I just don't see it. And I think if anybody can get it out of him, it's Ten Hag. But I, I just. I think expectations for him actually are maybe higher than Holland. Oh, it was, yeah. So that's why I feel like for me, it would be Mason Mount. But so, I think it'll be one of those two, in my opinion. It's going to be hard. I think it's hard for any player who's already been in the Prem to be considered, you know, a flop because they already know the league. That's I, fair. You know, I think Mount needs to prove himself, but I, I think he has a leeway because he has not been in the best situation at Chelsea. Yeah. The, I'll go with Holland because I think that United fans are hyping him up so oh, exactly. And his price tag is outrageous. Like, a lot of people bang on Arsenal for signing Kai for 65, but at least he has played here. Like, exactly. he hasn't done amazing, right? But, like, we know that he's not a flop at the Prem level. Right. Like, Holland is like, we don't even know. He could be like- really good. He could be really good. But, like, I think his first season, the only like I think he can only be a failure in his first season because I don't think he'll do enough for anybody to be satisfied. It's kind of like Mudrick last season. So, <laughs> yeah, he was so bad. It was so bad. 
I think he'll be better this season, but he, he was will. so bad. Yeah. Um, so we did flop. We did, uh, oh, young player of the season. Young player. Okay, so we did. We did golden boot, assists, assists player of the season, flop, and flop. So we have manager or sack. Sack. Uh-huh. We have three more. Young player, manager. Young player, and manager. Signing of the season. Okay. Okay. Should should we do the manager first? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if we were talking about flop of the season, I think yeah, we let's go to do signing. Signing of the season. Yeah. Oof. I have a few because okay. I feel like there are a lot of players that have been signed that could really like help the team if they really do well. I think we should name one for our team and then one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Based on so based on what I've seen is different than based on what I like know will happen almost. If I were to like give my prediction on based off like if I were to make the decision, probably Yuri and Timber. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think that they would like realistically that's not a thing. Like right. Yuri and Timber won't make as big of enough impact to make a player of the season like a right. signing of the season. I think he's Arsenal signing the season, but ironically, I think that Declan Rice probably just because like, yeah. I mean, he is really, really good. And like, if he, let's say that Arsenal do end up winning the league, like we predicted, like he will definitely play a huge part oh. in that. And, yeah. and he's, he's like England love him, bro. So it's just like that, like political thing. But if I were to choose Arsenal's signing of the season, it'd be Tim. Cause I think he's going to be, I don't know if you've watched him play yet. I've he, seen that Ajax, but I haven't seen him. Bro, he, okay, so he played in the preseason. He played at right back for Ben White. He played in center back for Ajax primarily. And then he also played at left back in the community shield. And yeah. he was so solid at left back. And then as soon as we switched him out and Tierney went on, they scored on that side. Like, he's just insane. Timber's insane. And he's versatile. That's why I like him. Right. All right. I think for you, there's two There's two options, right? Um, so I'm thinking... There's two options between uh, McAllister and what are we? Because are we going off what we signed already? Or yeah, but okay. As we have what you signed already. So I think it's between McAllister and Soboslai because I feel like they're both going to start for us. Um, but I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with McAllister. I think he's going to be so crucial. I think I would have gone the other way, but that's just you would have gone with Soboslai. Yeah, because I think he's going to score bangers. So, and I, and I agree. I think he's going to score bangers, but I think in terms of... Like what McAllister will do for what, you guys. Right. I think yeah. in terms of, like, Soboslai will be more of like a, a goal scorer, like instant impact, but I think uh, McAllister will kind of be the guy who just controls the controls yeah. the game. You know. That's kind of like your version of what I just gave. Like, Soboslai is probably the rice and... Right. McAllister's like the timber. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. okay, and then what about one of not? One of not. Um I'm gonna go with Madison. I think Madison's gonna have a yeah, really good I season. can't give it to him because I hate Tottenham. Right. <laughs> so um exactly. I think I think once he comes back in Kunku. Oh, oh, okay. He's gonna be so good, dude. He yeah. either him or Nico Jackson, because Jackson looks really good too. 
Um, but I'll, I'll say Nkunku once he comes back. And I think it would be even crazier because if he comes back after being gone for four months and still lights it up, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, or or okay. if I'm not giving it to Nkunku, there you go. If I'm not giving it to Nkunku, I'll give it to Musa Diaby. Oh, okay. Because he's going to be... He's nuts. That's gonna. That's fair. Yeah. But, um, okay. First manager sacked. So, I don't think that... I don't think that the bot. I don't think the relegated three teams will sack their manager. No, at least not during the season. Because um, Everton have Sean Dyke, and they just brought him in though. They just brought him in in January. So. And I don't think that. I think they know that they can't have. Right. That they can't sack him this early, and I think he would help them get back up because he helped Burnley get back up. Right. Um. Oh, what wow. the Go question ahead. is who's going to be ruthless? Did you know that Klopp is the oldest tenured manager in the league right now? That actually doesn't surprise me. It, he was signed in October 2015, and then second is Pep in July 2016. So that's pretty cool. Well, we know it's not going to be either of them, right? Who's going to be ruthless? I think Tottenham are going to sack that Angie Postecoglou guy. Tottenham are so Pachacodlu or whatever his name. Yeah, he the Tottenham are so, so impatient with management. Yeah, he was one of mine that I was thinking of. I think him or which is really people are like, whoa. I think David Moyes probably too. Oh, okay. They wanted him out last season. Yeah, and then once they won the Conference League, all was forgiven. But I think people are forgetting how bad they were in the league. I feel like uh, that's the vicious cycle of David Moyes, though. Like he, they always want him sacked. Right. He does something good. They oh, I'm just trying to him. think of like other teams that could like be that impatient. Maybe um, um Hodge, at uh, yeah, Palace too. Oh, Bowley is very impatient. Yeah. Um. Oh. I think the safest job outside of Pep and Klopp is Arteta. Vincent Company. Oh. I, well, think, I think I mean Arteta. I mean I meant Arteta like Arteta's in yeah. that in that yeah, three, yeah. but you know, company yeah um, I just need to give a solid answer who's impatient like I that's what like I think if Tottenham and Chelsea are the two most impatient but there's no way they sack Potch there's no way right I think they have to give him time maybe Wolves with Lepedigui. They already they just fight like they just hired him a week before the season. Yeah. Maybe Forrest too with Steve is Cooper, right? Is there Steve Cooper's the manager? Uh Forrest. Yeah, Steve Cooper. He could be on the hot seat too if they don't do well, which is sad. I really like him. Bournemouth. No, Bournemouth. I'm gonna go. Are you do you want to go with Tottenham? I'll go with West Ham. Yeah. Because I think I think Tottenham was one I was thinking of too. Because I think they'll be impatient. Yeah. Which like they were impatient with Conte, like and Conte like the Spurs job is cursed. Like nobody's gonna win there. So like no. doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't even think that Pep could turn this Tottenham team around. To be honest. No. No. It's just Tottenham. Yeah. It's it's literally <laughs> exactly it's just, it's Tottenham, just Tottenham. Um. All right. And then what was the last one that we had? The. Young player. Okay. Of yeah. The season. 
I think Jackson from uh, Chelsea, uh, Nico Jackson, is gonna be really, really good. And it's under twenty one, right? Yeah, I think it's. I think so. It could be twenty two, but still it has to be young. Where is this? Like? But I think Nico Jackson's gonna score a butt ton of goals. Young player of the season is twenty three and younger. Twenty three and younger. Yeah, twenty three and younger. How old's Gakpo? Gakpo. Because he was going to be my answer. He is... 23 and a half. Too old. Just disqualified. Yeah, he's 24. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Or it could be Martinelli, too, because he's insane. It could be either of the Arsenal wingers, obviously, because they're both young. But I'll, I'll go Jackson just to make it interesting, because he's really young. I think he's like 19 or 20, and he's pretty good. So I'll go Jackson from Chelsea. Well, I'm just... Looking up some ages because <laughs> <laughs> I know that Nico Jackson's young enough to win it. Okay, I'm gonna go with Sobosly. He's 22. Okay, that's fair. It's funny that he could be, yeah, Nicholas Jackson. How old is he? 22. There you go, right on the edge. Okay, perfect. Well, that is our. Those are our predictions. Um. Oh, real quick. Who's going to get the most red cards next season? <laughs> like team I already have my answer re- locked and loaded. You go first then, since you already know. Lissandro Martinez. <laughs> I'm gonna, He's so I'm gonna dirty, that. bro. I'm going to second that. Uh, you know what? So it, it could, I think, uh, it could, I mean, Lissandro Martinez is the obvious answer, but Enzo Fernandez plays very, very aggressively. Too. True, true. Oh, here's a, here's the last one, too, for real. Okay, so with the new rules that they're really cracking down on with, like, managers and stuff like that, you know? Have you been seeing that? Not really. They're being a lot more, like, about, like, like touch managers rules? yelling at them and t- touchline rules and stuff okay. like that. So, that being said, who's going to be the manager with the most ejections next season? Klopp. And I have an answer locked and loaded already, too. I'm going to say Klopp. No, oh, I was gonna say Super Mick Arteta, bro. Oh, Arteta's man. gonna get ejected. Like, oh man! Remember, remember last Klopp got season, ejected last season. <laughs> well, and then remember that Klopp and Arteta got into it like two <laughs> seasons ago. Like, it's just like there's no way that Arteta doesn't get ejected from at least two games this season. I'm booking bro, it. <laughs> I think I think that should be the thing that we pay attention to the most. Which one of our managers gets ejected? Gets ejected, <laughs> or even like yellow cards, right? <laughs> Like, I wonder if they have yellow card accumulation for managers. That'd be so funny. That'd be hilarious. Oh, my like gosh. Arteta has to miss a game against Crystal Palace because <laughs> he got four yellow cards within the last two months. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'd be have funny. you seen the picture of um of Arteta getting a yellow at the community shield and he's laughing as he's getting it handed to him? <laughs> it's iconic, bro. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. But oh, like, man. it's iconic. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. Oh, more July monthly. Arteta's Arteta's sick. He has great charisma. He cracks me up, dude. Uh, I think it was on back again. Let's see. Back again. Back again. By my blood clot, Yang. Uh, <coughs> where is it? I swear it was on back again. So many pictures of the community shield, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I just sent it to you. It's iconic, bro. He just got his hand in his pocket. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Iconic. 
You should, um, put, you should put that as your background. Um, yes. And have them on each side of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic, bro. I love it. Oh, um, so, yeah, Prem starts on Friday. Man City visit Burnley, I believe. So, company against his former club at Burnley, I believe. It's at Turf Moor. Okay. Um, that's a, that's a huge game. What time and, is that game? Uh, it's probably not early morning because it's a Friday. Generally, it's like the Friday night games. Let's see. Man City. Man City. Uh, August 11th at 1. And it's at okay. Turf Moor. Yep. Cool. Win probability, 74% for Manchester United. That's kind of low. 10% Burnley, 16% draw. But now that Arsenal are in the title race, man, like every week is going to be stressful for me, you know? Oh, yeah. Like every week I'm going to be looking at City. Every week. I hate it. Why can't we go back to being average? No, just kidding. I love it. Don't ever change. But I hate it already. (laughs) You're you're feeling the plight of Liverpool fans over the past five, six years. Like immediately, like if City dropped points, I'm like, let's go. We've done it. And then, and then if you like, and then uh, we drop points, and it's like, ah, oh, after Matt Turner masterclass, like one draw, and you're just like, the season's over. Yeah, you're like, it's it. <laughs> um, so, uh, good luck to everybody's teams out there. Um, hopefully, yes. unless you're a Tottenham fan or a City fan or not United fan or, or United or fan, Everton fan. Yeah, I don't, I can't bash Everton too bad. I just feel bad for him. Um, um, I will say. If you're not a fan of the Premier League, watch this watch season. It. This season is going to be very, very interesting. This might be one of the best seasons ever. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Um. So, quick transition. I don't really want to talk about this for too long, man. Because it's I. depressing. Um. But the U.S. women's national team are out. Uh, they've been knocked out by Sweden. Um, Two punch knockout. And penalty kicks. And it's just sad. It it's really sad to see a team that was so good that had won back to back World Cups be so bad. And I so here's what bothers me, right? Because you can be bad, right? That's fine, but don't be bad and arrogant. Don't be bad and doing fashion photo shoots on the pitch. Don't be bad. Did you? I don't know if you saw, but after Megan Rapinoe missed her penalty, she was laughing. she smiled and laughing, like, and then still cry about equal pay. Like this is it's it's insane how how arrogant the entire team is, you know. And and um, Carly Lloyd said it best. Like you really can't phrase it any better than she did, you know. And it, I've never really paid attention to the woman. I like Trinity Rodman. I think she's a great player. Uh, also, I really like Mallory Swanson. But I mean, it's just like this. It's the arrogance isn't. Is, yeah, well, is, and that's what really cool. bums me out is the arrogance because. You had fashion shows after games, before games. And then when when Carly Lloyd lost it is when they had tied against Portugal and went through. Right. And they were celebrating like they had won the World Cup. And they right. had tied 0-0 and actually probably should have gone home had it not been for the post. I think... I think it would have been better if we would have been just out in the group stages. Oh, I agree. 100%. 100%. And I think the women's national team... Before the, you know, the women's team that we grew up with, with Alex Morgan and Alex Morgan, uh, Wambach, um, Carly Lloyd, Ertz, like Ertz is still there, but like, you know, like when they were coming up. Right. That team instilled a winning culture. It's absolutely iconic. I even paid attention to them. 
because that, they were, with that World Cup final when they won like five nothing or something like right. that, iconic. It's it's iconic, and I I I've never liked Megan Rapinoe, but at least I could respect what she did back. Well, then. yeah, and that's what that's what really bums me out is that so in that twenty was it twenty fifteen right when we won in Canada, yes, and that was like the six nothing when Carly Lloyd was on fire, right. Rapino was doing even well back then when she was like a role player and she was getting her goals and assists. And then obviously last world cup, she like blew, like flew onto the scene and she was amazing. You had one really good world cup that does not give you any right to act the way that you do. No, she acts. So acted to me, she acted really nonchalant. Uh, oh, and 100%. Like, and that's what really bums me out because they're players like Sophia Smith, Trini Rodman, like there are these players that are giving it Kelly O'Hara. I love mm-hmm. Kelly. Kelly's like one of my favorites. Um, Julie Ertz. Like you have these players that are giving it. They're all giving their everything, and they would like die to win a World Cup, and you just don't care because you've already won it. Right. And right. it just is really arrogant. And what really bothers me is the fact that she was laughing when she'd missed her penalty kick, and she came out in an interview and said that it's because, like, oh, it's just there's something like dark humor irony about the fact that I missed my penalty kick on my last game. I'm like, well, guess what, Megan? It wouldn't have been your last game yeah, if you if scored you actually, your penalty kick. Exactly. It's, oh my gosh, that bothers me so much. It's like, where is the, where's the, when you have like, so like 18 year old Sophia Smith crying at the half field line because she missed her penalty kick and they lost and you have her in tears and, and you're laughing because it's just, oh, it's just ironic. And here's what also bothers me. I think the young the young ladies coming up are going to reinstill that winning culture. But I think the old the old players who are okay. left from our previous winning World Cup, I think now they've just focused on activism and political stuff. I think some of them. Like, I think, but I actually think only. I really think that it's actually just about Megan Rapinoe, to be honest. I, and, and because so, from what I've heard too, they didn't. They didn't sing the national anthem during the game. Now, I don't want to get super political, right? Because right. it's not a political podcast. Right. However, there's no reason for you not to be. We're like, you representing your country, your country at the World yeah. Cup. And it sounds like, to me, it, from what I've heard, that Megan, that Rapino was the one who kind of instilled that. I think this World Cup, okay, I had no problem with, I'm going to be honest, I have no problem with activism and pushing for equal rights and stuff like that. I have no problem with it. Right. The problem I have with it is that I believe that this World Cup Rapino did what she did and acted how she acted because she wasn't a relevant player anymore. Right. She and she wanted to headlines. stay relevant, but for the wrong reasons. Right. Like you're pushing for equal pay after they won the last world cup. That's awesome. Perfect time. Yeah. But now you're pushing for it when you're playing like shit. Exactly. It doesn't and you're laughing sense. it off and whatever. And I also heard you should be embarrassed of your wife. Oh, are they married or are they just engaged? I, I don't know. Either don't way, know. you should be embarrassed. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, bro. It's just, it bothers me. I, I we'll move on because this is really like, it's, it's right. It, it's, I think for me personally, that. I believe that, that the biggest problem was Megan Rapino. Right. Because I don't think Alex Morgan doesn't act. No. Alex Morgan isn't that Alex way. Morgan is Kelly so O'Hara isn't that way. Julie oh. Ertz isn't that way. Uh, Alyssa Nair isn't that way. Like the, this, the, okay. The one who worries me a little is Crystal Dunn. She mm. worries yep. me just a little bit. Yeah, because she's really talented, but I also think she was like the fashionista, yeah, and that was pissing me off. But like Rose Lavelle is another one that doesn't act that way. She's like, she's badass, bro. I think like, this team has a lot of potential to keep it going, but they gotta 
I think they got to change the mentality. And I think Megan, you're not Rapinoe, anymore. Like, and what I said, and and you and you pointed out is like it. What it is really just Megan Rapino pushing this, you know. And I think that the sad part is that because of how much Megan Rapino has pushed it and kind of made it the identity, supposed identity of the team, that groups all the other girls in with it. When really right. it's just her, right? Megan Rapino, Crystal Dunn, rest of them, you know. Right. So I don't know. It, it didn't. I think I'm just excited that it's done. It's over with. I'll never have to see Megan Rapinoe on the pitch again. And we can see the young girls come up and right. bring it back to where it should be. Yeah. Also, um, I really hope that that uh, uh, I guess I don't really care who wins now. I would I would like to see England win it, though, because okay. um, I like a lot of their players and they play for a lot of them play for Arsenal. So mm-hmm. but. One of our one of Arsenal's players is Swedish, so don't really. But I don't uh, really care. I wanted I'm, Jamaica to win, but then they lost, so I'm done. Okay. I'd want to see Sweden just because they knocked out the U.S. So yeah, I would look better. Yeah, but you know, um, is that anything? Think, is that everything with soccer? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we don't, and even with other sports, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, yeah. NFL's still getting edging closer and closer. Uh, the Hall seasons. of Fame game was the highest viewed Hall of Fame game since 2018. That's wild. And it actually. Who on. was the 2018 game? Let me let me look it up. Uh, you can mention yeah. whatever. Um, it's just getting everything's preseason this weekend. Um, so that'll be exciting. I mean, I'm never a big preseason guy to be honest. Um, I pay attention for like uh Utah players um to get their opportunity so i'll be excited to like see dalton kincaid and stuff like that um but i don't think that you can ever draw too much from preseason of nfl um it's really just about role players and third stringers and stuff like that fighting for their spots um so yeah it'll be fun i'm excited to see Derek carr in a saints uniform obviously um but i'm still not like over the moon about it i'm just ready for i'm more excited for fantasy and regular season so so um i saw a post on it you know a a few days ago which had like breakdowns of it had more viewership than this 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 this, and this Mm -hmm. but i can't find it oh maybe i did i just found it okay (laughs) would you look at that so the hall of fame game had 6.3 million viewers that's wild and so i think First of all, that shows that people want football. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. To watch a to watch a insignificant Hall of Fame game for, you know, that much. It had more viewership than the 2023 NBA playoffs. It had more viewership than the Stanley Cup. And it almost doubled the viewership uh, of the Field of Dreams game last season in the MLB. It tripled the viewership of the 2022 MLS Cup. And it matched the viewership of the All Star Game MLB. So nice for a Hall oh. of Fame game. That's impressive. So we can't we can't stop the podcast because we got other actual big news news to talk about. It's just not NFL. It's college football. Oh um, yes, yes. So I'm glad I remembered because I almost forgot just because I was go. like, oh, all right, we're good. Um, I'm just so excited for Prem to start again. So I'm right. just that's <laughs> in my head. So um, Pac-12 is. Pretty much being demolished. Four right teams now. left. It's the pack four. It's the pack four right now. Um, so for those of you who have not heard the news, it was on Friday that uh that the Big Twelve announced the arrivals of the University of Utah, 
right. in Arizona State. Um, Arizona. Bay. Yeah, but I don't think it was all announced. Duel Bay was the day before. ASU and Utah were announced on time. Friday. Right. Um. Obviously, this is massive. So Big Twelve is going to look a lot different now. They added Colorado, Arizona, and then Utah, Arizona State. I believe that's it right now. Right. Right. Where's Cal going? Cal's still in the Pac-12. For now. For now. Yeah. Um, and then Big Ten uh, added Oregon and Washington, right. uh, along with USC eventually. And UCLA. Um, and UCLA. So I think this is – so from a Utah – we're both Utah fans. Um, one from birth, one from attendance. Right, exactly. Um, I think it's awesome. For Utah, I think it's a huge dub because I think it would have looked really bad for Utah to stay in the Pac-12 as everybody else is leaving. Yeah. Um, we're also the thing is Utah are back-to-back Pac-12 championships champions. So like, you're leaving on a high note. Um, I'm interested to see where Oregon State goes. That's one too. for me. Yeah. Um, they're really the only one for me where I'm interested in. Like, I don't really care about Washington State or Cal or Stanford will probably go to the Ivy League. Um, Unless like, they merge with Mountain West. Right. So I really like this for Utah. Um, They're also back in the same division conference as their arch rivals, BYU. Holy War every single year. Um, And the amount of memes that I've been seeing about <laughs> BYU. And you see React. the office one? There are two. There's one with the. There's one where Toby like. Um, which one are you talking about? The one. The one where Dwight. Where uh, he's running out. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then have you? You should see the. Kelly. She's like, I'm just gonna go give this. I'm gonna get two brownies. One for me. One for Toby. And Michael's BYU. He's like, oh well, why don't you go give it to him in Costa Rica? She's like, no, I'm just gonna go give it to him at his desk. And Michael's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then he goes back there and he finds Toby's there and he's like, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you, BYU, we are inevitable. So you cannot get rid of us and we will be looking forward to beating you every single year. Listen, we should have beat them last time if it wasn't for stupid Charlie Brewer. Yeah. That's the Charlie Cam- Brewer game. Because the thing is, is Cam came in. No, he didn't come in that at all that game. He came no. in against San Diego State. Yeah. Right. Cam was always the elite quarterback. Uh, but it's okay. They had their win, their first win since Instagram was even invented. <laughs> um, so sorry, BYU, but we're back. Uh, it's gonna suck for y'all, like it really is, because their schedule this year is brutal already. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna have a rude awakening to Big Twelve, in my opinion. Um, but now, we don't even need to talk too much about them because they're just irrelevant. I don't know if this is necessarily a, a hot take. Um. But after the game between Ohio State and Michigan, the Holy War is going to be the second best rivalry in college football. I think, in my opinion, it already was really up there, but it's because not enough people I, paid attention to it. And I think it has to be played every year. I think yeah. the, the break in between really kills. Right. Them, and know? the Big 12, with them both being in the Big 12 now, it'll be massive. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I think, and I'm really excited because I'll be a senior the year that we play in the big 12. So I won't have to miss out. Sorry, Zach. Um, but if you want Zach, I can, uh, I can get you a must ticket the year after we can go. <laughs> um, but what I'm really excited too, is that we play Baylor this year um, yes, at so. Baylor. And that's going to be huge because that's like an actual conference game. Right. Like you, I would, I'm going to watch it as a conference game because it's who you're going to be playing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think? Okay, in your opinion, what's the bigger dub? Oregon and Washington, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC to Big Ten, or Utah, Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado to Big Twelve. Are in Big Dub in terms of the conference or yeah? Okay, uh, in terms of conference, I think it has to be Big Ten because they're getting more high profile teams. I think if you look at the Big Twelve, if you put Arizona State, Arizona, Utah. Colorado in front of me there's only one team that's actually going to compete and that's Utah and they're going to run the Big 12 right I think with the Big 10 because I've been an Ohio State fan since birth um, that is going to be really intriguing with USC and UCLA so and Oregon here's my opinion I actually think it's a bigger dub for Big 12's conference as a whole because I think they become more relevant mm-hmm I think for the teams that are going to the Big Ten, it's a bigger dub because they will become more relevant. Mm. But I think a conference as a whole, Big 12 went from having like TCU. Now they added Cincinnati, so that would be cool. But like they had like TCU. They had Texas and Oklahoma, but they're both leaving. But like I think as a conference as a whole, you're gaining good brands too. Mm. Um, Because like ASU, people will will watch ASU because they're uniforms. Right. And people will watch Colorado, whether I think it's because of dumb or not, because of Deion Sanders. Yeah, like he's gonna fail, but it he doesn't is, matter. Um, but like I just think as a whole, I think that it's a bigger dub for the conference because I think it's saving their conference and making their conference better. And then obviously Big Ten's getting better, but Big Ten was already really relevant. Yeah. Um, but I think I don't know. I'm kind of annoyed that we didn't go to Big Ten. But I'm also excited at the same time because, I, like, Big Ten is so hard now. Yeah, and I will say Big Ten is being run between Ohio State and Michigan, right? And that, now you have Oregon and, and now Washington you have Oregon, and USC. Washington, USC, UCLA. That that spices things and up. And then you have that along with, like, Michigan State right. and, like, uh, Purdue, Purdue Rutgers, stuff like right. that. Nebraska, uh, not, oh, yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. Northwestern. Yeah. Like Northwestern, once they get their shit together, they'll be good. So uh, I think, you know, what would make me change my answer if Big 12 got Oregon State? Because I think they're the last viable team in the Pac-12. That'd be fire. I think they probably will. But I actually because I don't think that Big 10 will get Oregon State. I don't I think, think or, so. or I don't think Oregon State will go to the Big 10. Yeah. Um, I think part of it might depend on how Oregon State plays this year. I think if Oregon State play well, then I think Big 12 will want them even more. But I think right now it's kind of a hard sell. But also, so is like Arizona to me. Like, how did Arizona get in and Oregon State? Right. Think? That's what I'm saying. I, don't, I think I don't Oregon State's it. better. But I think that they want to keep that rivalry. So that's why it'll be interesting. Um, also, I think the, I think the Washington's... Territorial Cup rivalry is garbage. Yeah, I think um, I have to say, I think Washington State cal and stanford will probably end up like mountain west or something like that yeah i think i don't think that any of those guys are big enough to make it elsewhere no 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 not at all i think pac-12 has to merge with the mountain west at this point i think they'd be smart no one the mountain would be stupid to go to the mountain pack the mountain pack oh hey that's actually kind of a sick name the mountain pack the mountain pack four (laughs) (laughs) well which teams are in the mountain west uh weber state boise state wyoming is weber state um huh weber state then mountain west 
Utah State. Utah State. I don't think I don't know if Weaver State is. I think Utah State is. But anyways, I think it's a massive dub. Um, I talked to some youth players on Sunday and they're all hyped. Um, and they told me, quote unquote, uh, we run the Pac-12 and we're gonna go run the Big 12. So I'm pretty hyped. Bro, imagine the bragging rights though, saying you you can win the final Pac-12 championship ever. Yeah, and then imagine the bragging rights of going into the Big 12 in your first year winning it too. Imagine that. I think we're going to run it. Absolutely, I think we're going to run it. I think the only... Okay, for me, the competitors right now, if I were to... Okay, if we... Like, tomorrow we were playing in Big 12 instead. Mm-hmm. I think your competitors are TCU. Okay. Um, Probably... Let's see. Probably Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State are always pretty good. Yeah. Um, TCU, Oklahoma State, and then probably Baylor. I think those are your competitors. I think we'll we'll determine Baylor this year. Yeah. yeah. How we can. Yeah. How we play with them. Yeah. Um, I actually really like. My mom was not thrilled when she like looked at the Big Twelve teams. I actually find a lot of them really interesting. Cincinnati, Houston. Cincinnati, UCF, yeah. both big, both big brands. That'll be interesting. Um, Houston, Houston. Baylor. Kansas State has always been relevant. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Kansas, that'll be fun for basketball. I'll be hyped. Yeah. Um, Although our basketball team is garbage. Oh yeah, but I'm saying we could go to <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> um, but I I think that there are a lot of interesting teams in the Big Twelve, and it makes me excited because we get to see them more. Yeah, and I will want to go like I like imagine so like must bus next year. Like imagine we could go to like I don't know. Like, watch them be like BYU. Uh, but like I don't know, like Cincinnati would be fun, or like cute, like I don't know, like I kind of want to do it this year, depending on where we go. No if, offense, that's to the what you don't bus, know. But I feel like the must bus smells really bad. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> that's why I'm like, you can't go to Houston or something like that, where it's like ten thousand <laughs> right. degrees. Right. <laughs> but what I was gonna say for those of you who don't know, so the must is the mighty Utah student section at the University of Utah football games. They've been voted. Uh, they were they weren't, they weren't back voted to back, last but, year. No, but we were voted in 2021 uh as the best student section in the nation. Um it's super fun, but they do like a bus to like a, an away game every year. Um and I really wanted to go this last year. Didn't they they went to Oregon last year, right? They? Yeah. They went to Oregon. Did so I'm glad I didn't Bowl go cuz we lost. They went to the Rose Bowl too. I think they went to the first Rose Bowl. Maybe they went to both. I thought they went to the one, this one too, but I'm not sure. They might have gone to both. I went to the Rose Bowl anyways. I didn't go with them, but I really wanted to go. I really want to go to Oregon State. That'd be what that's one that I want to go to. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, imagine, like, I don't know. You could go to like Must Bus to like, you can't go to Florida. That's too far. Yeah. What would be the closest team? What would be the closest team other than BYU? The Texas teams? Other Other than BYU, Arizona teams in Texas, who's closest? Kansas? Kansas, in Kansas probably. State, yeah. Oh, JK, I don't really want a road trip to any of those places. And <laughs> <laughs> on a road trip to Texas, it is awful. Oh, is Baylor in a nice area? Baylor's in Waco, and Waco is cool from what I've heard. My mom really wants to go. Um, but like, it's Texas, bro. Like, I'm not a Texas guy, so like, out of all the Texas teams to go to, though, I'd rather go to Baylor than. I mean, UT would be fun, but they're going to be out of the Big 12 anyways. Bro, which is so sad. I, how cool would it be to see Utah versus UT? Oh, man. 
I do have to say though, I think now that we're going to be in the Big Twelve, we'll be able to get bigger games. So we'll oh, be able yeah. to play. We should be able to play like a Bama and LSU. Well, we're already going to play at LSU in a couple of years, but we'll be able to play a Bama or like a even like Ole Miss would be cool. Like just like big brands. That bums me out that Oklahoma isn't going to stay either. But I think Oklahoma and Texas belong in the SEC in my opinion. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so okay. and also a part of me is kind of bummed that we didn't go to the Big Ten, but another part of me is not. I'm so glad because when when Ohio State plays <sighs> Utah, I'd I just well, and also like, I love my Utah boys, but ain't no but, way we would make it to the Big Ten championship. We get slapped by. A, I think we'd only get slapped twice twice a year, once Michigan a year. To be State. honest, I think Michigan. Ohio I think State we would beat Michigan at at the U, but Michigan at Michigan at the, the big, big house. house is, is but we've already there. beat them there. We've already beaten them there. Yeah, but how long ago? Like 2017? Who was Harbaugh's second or third year? Well, yeah, but Harbaugh was too busy picking his boogers back then. Now he actually has his stuff together, and it's scary. Utah versus Michigan. Football history. Okay. Last matchup, it was a 2015. 2015, and it was... I can't see if it was at Michigan. Was that the game day game we were talking about? No, the game day game was at Utah. Okay. Um, because I'm pretty sure we went to the big house the year after. Yeah, 2014. Oh no, 2015 was at Utah. 2014, we beat them in in Ann Arbor, 26 to 10. So I don't know. I also just don't want to play Penn State again, wankers. Hate them now. Well, I'm so mad we didn't win that Rose Bowl. I will never look at Penn State the same way. Ever hate them. Hate their fans. Their fans are annoying, man. Like, y- like you went to that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many we are Penn States are, am I gonna hear? Uh, it just it makes you want to throw up. It's so cheesy. Uh, their whiteout games are incredible, though. Yeah, their fans at home are like. I would want to go to a game there, not as a as an away fan though. But no, I would want. No, to. I'm just gonna go as a neutral. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I would wear white. I'd wear white and like have fun, but like. Listen, if Ohio State is playing there, though, I'm going to go loud and proud. Yeah, but I would be, like, it'd be so fun, but also terrifying. People hate Ohio State fans. I don't get it. Everybody hates Ohio State who's not Ohio State, though, to be honest. I don't really like Ohio State that much either after they beat us. So, (laughs) especially because I really think Utah should have won that game. Bro, I was actually rooting for Utah that game because the Rose Bowl was a disappointment for us. Yeah, which (laughs) makes me all that more angry. (laughs) Um. But real quick, I want to tell you about this joke, like this joke of a TikTok that I saw. Um, so were these two guys doing a podcast and they were like, here's how the Pac-12. I don't know why the Pac-12 hasn't done this. It's a super easy fix. OK, so here's what you do. You first go out, get a big brand, get Georgia. OK, so boom. Now you have Georgia and you're they've won the championship the last two years. Big brand. Amazing. After that, go get another staple from the SEC. Get Alabama. OK. So now you have two big brands. Then what you do to cover yourself on the basketball side, go snag Duke in North Carolina. Now you have the 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 basketball rivalry. <laughs> then after that, you really just need to do some fine tuning. So what I would do, go get Oregon, USC, and Utah. Bring in some real <laughs> talent, and I think you fixed the back 12. <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> I would watch that. That'd be fire. Bro, that'd be so sick. Oregon, Utah, Duke, North Carolina, Bama, Georgia. That'd be insane. 
that would be fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was trying to make I was trying to tell my mom about it, and she's like, "But that doesn't even make any sense." I'm like, "It's not supposed it's to not make supposed sense." To. It's a joke. <laughs> well, my favorite is when they're like, "And then what you do? Go get some real staples like yeah, Utah, right. <laughs> Oregon, and USC." <laughs> Bro, the Pac-12 messed up so bad. Oh, I have to say, it does make me sad, too, because the Pac-12 were like, it was kind of bragging rights for Utah against BYU, too. Because like, oh, we're the Pac-12, and you're in nowhere. I think, honestly, though, being in the same conference is even more bragging rights because we'll just run it every year. And because they can't get away from us. Right. They literally, <laughs> they can't run anymore. It's every year. It's every year. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited. I'm also really excited for, like, the random away days. Like, can you imagine, like, going in, like, Utah at Kansas State? Like, what? That's so weird. Hey. But it's kind of cool. I'm going to see – I'm going I'm going to two games to Utah this year. I'm going to see UCLA and Utah, and I'm going down to Tucson to see them play U of A. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited I still wish that. you – I thought you were still going to come for Florida. It oh, makes me sad Florida that tickets are I'm so excited, expensive. bro. I'm so they're excited. so expensive. Um, I think we might actually get slapped by Florida because Cam Rising's not going to play. Oof, uh, I'm not sure about that. Um, man. Um, hang on. So, um, I think we're gonna probably leave it at that. Um, this was a pretty long episode, but it was fun. Um, thank you guys for joining and listening to kind of a different episode this week. Yeah. Soccer and college football, not two uh prominent topics, but also two of the, They'll the be most... more prominent. As right. A... And, and more happening right now. So, um, hopefully Zach will be with us next week. He just had to go deal with some stuff this week, help his mom out. So hopefully Zach be... will play FIFA so he can actually talk soccer with us. Yeah. Facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I think that's about a wrap. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, dad advice. Oh, yeah. Dad advice. You, you always f- are the one to remind us. You go first. Oh, man. Okay. Now I'm just thinking about uh, Big 12. So never turn down a good road trip opportunity. Ooh, that's nice. You never know what memories you could make on a road trip. That's nice. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go in the same, same kind of vein. Don't get greedy. Don't think you're better than anyone else because the Pac-12 did, and look where they're at right now. Don't be. They're the Pac-4 now. They're the Pac-4, and they're irrelevant. So don't think you're better than anyone else. We're all the same. Just be humble. And yeah. Also, hey, Megan Rapino, are you listening? Hey, Megan. Rap- <laughs> this is uh, Megan Rapino <laughs> and the Pac-12. Listen <laughs> <You're> up. <right. laughs> right. uh, and Manchester City. Listen up, buddies. Your you time's coming to an end. As soon as that bald guy leaves, you're done. <laughs> you're gone. Because guess what? Holland's going to Madrid. Right. And Pep's retiring, and you're done. Done Don't for. care how much Saudi money you have. You're irrelevant. <laughs> Go form the Pac-12. <laughs> That's when the Super League forms. <laughs> Super League is now called the Pac-12. So. Oh, man. All right. All right, guys. Well, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys.